Well, thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Dipsick. I thought I had already started recording, but I didn't. (laughs) I'm glad I checked my phone before I just kept talking to nothing. Um, uh, I just parted ways with Junior a few minutes ago. And I'm now at the park walking. And, uh, oh, baby duckies. They're so cute. Oh my gosh, I want to touch them. (laughs) Oh, they're so cute. Oh no, they're geese. They're so cute. Um, anyways, so, yeah, it was really wonderful. Saint Junior. <laughs> um, I uh, I okay. I'm sorry. I'm walking. Um. Okay. So I went to the methadone clinic. I brought some house slippers that my friend gave me, as well as some hygiene kits and. Uh, so, to hand out to people at the clinic. Oh, this one guy, Carlos, is an older Vietnam guy, vet, uh, he's staying at the, the, uh, VA. Um, he has always been very unfriendly and, and kind of seemed mad. Like, I, every time I've tried to talk to him, he just, like, blows me off, blew me off, usually. I mean, not blew me off, but just was not friendly <laughs> at all. And today, well, last time I introduced myself, and then um, this time I saw him, and I had the house slippers, and and uh, this little kit, and he he said he he wants to come to church next week. So hopefully, you know, they always say that, but you know, it would be cool if he does come. But um he actually like softened up a bit, you know, and and he smiled, which was <laughs> really nice. And um so yeah, uh but he's seen me going there, you know, every week for months. So um yeah, he's just never talked to me, but, but, you know, it's really cool because consistency really means a lot, you know, when, like, all those guys see me coming every week and just, you know, bringing stuff and talking to them or whatever, um, yeah, it, sooner or later, you know, it, it, they become a little bit softer or whatever less resistant but anyways so um I was waiting for the bus and then um yeah Carlos was at the bus stop so I gave him that stuff and then the bus came up and when I got on the bus guess who was on the bus <laughs> and so I got to sit with Junior on the way to church and we got to talk a little bit and then um, yeah, we, uh, well, 
he went to use the restroom when he got to church because as soon as I sat down, I go, dude, you smell like weed. <laughs> like, uh, um, yeah. Um, he said that when he got on the bus, the, the bus driver was like, I smell weed. But, uh, yeah. Um, I guess he just had smoked or something. It was on his hands. But so he, as soon as we got to church, I'm like, take, go take a shower. No, go um, go to the bathroom and wash your hands or whatever. Um, so he went to the bathroom. Then I went to save seats. And uh, where we usually sit, but like behind, well, because JoJo always sits in the same spot. And we always get there early, so we usually get the same seats. Okay. And um, in the very back, like, yeah. So uh, I put my purse and my Bible right there. And but on Thursdays, I usually and we usually sit a row ahead. I don't know; it's weird. But anyways, so then I went to the restroom, and then when I came back, Junior was sitting in the the row ahead and then I was like oh okay well I made an assumption that hi that he would have seen my stuff and so I was like well maybe he doesn't maybe he's thinking that we're not sitting together because, well, because on Thursday, we didn't sit next to each other. We sat, we, it was weird. We sat um, one seat apart. And then Junior, I mean Junior, JoJo sat between us because <laughs> it was crowded. And, um, and somebody took JoJo's regular seat. So, yeah, um, it sounds silly. But, <clears throat> so... Um, oh, wow, tired. Um, so see, this is the kind of crap that goes through my head, and then the enemy takes it and runs with it, or same with Junior. And because I was like, I'm processing. I'm thinking, okay, I'm walking by uh, by the freeway, so it's going to be loud. Um, I'm thinking, well, maybe he thinks we don't, we're not going to sit together. I don't know. Like, I'm just making assumptions. And then I go and I'm like, so are you, do you want to sit there? Do you want me to sit next to you or where do you want me to sit and he's like what do you mean and I was like well do you and you know I'm thinking like didn't you see this my stuff behind you and then he goes Lori if I if I knew it was going to be this difficult for you I wouldn't have came and then I was like wait a second <laughs> I go the uh, my stuff is right behind you. I, I it's not. I didn't know that. 
if you didn't want to sit with me. And he's like, of course I want to sit with you. But yeah, long story short, there was miscommunication. And it's, that's just an example of how things could have totally blown up and gotten out of control over a simple miscommunication. And then I explained to him, like, what I was thinking. And then, you know, because I'm like, this is where we are going to have to learn how to communicate and not to jump to conclusions and not assume things and stop and go, wait a second, what exactly are you saying to me? Or, uh, I'm thinking that maybe you don't want to sit with me? Am I wrong? Am I, you know, or I, I don't know, maybe not saying that, but, um, just not jumping to conclusions or not assuming the worst, you know? And, um, like in my case, I could have said, oh, did you notice that I saved seats for us right behind you? Instead of automatically my brain going, well, maybe he doesn't want to sit with me. Like, I I don't know. Is that maybe the spirit of rejection? Or, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. So, so we t- started talking and it was just really good. I mean, we're learning and... I can definitely see the heart change in Junior. I mean, it's just amazing. And and I told him last night, I listened to an old podcast from January when, uh, but I never posted it because it was pretty intense and personal, but it was, no, it was very intense. Um, something that happened uh, well, I don't know if intense is the right word, but, um, yeah, like, he manifested at my house, and, and it was, it was pretty crazy, I don't know, I'm gonna let him listen to it one day, and then he can decide if he wants me to post it or not, but it's, uh, I was just blown away, I'm, I, I thought, um, wow in just a few months how much has he grown like it's so easy to focus on the negative instead of the positive but when I listened to that I mean we're talking it was crazy like it, 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 yeah I was just blown away and I'm, I forgot about that incident and I'm like wow yeah thank god he's not where he was back then (laughs) thank god he's not in the condition he was in this podcast and oh the cutest little doggies (laughs) um yeah amazing i mean I need to go back and listen to a few of my older podcasts because when things were really going off because 
I mean, well, the last month has been crazy, but compared to every day when, oh my goodness, every day when we were hanging out or talking all the time, there was just one thing after another, and, you know, um, things have calmed down a lot, but trust me, we're still going through it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um, but I have peace, you know, even though, even when all hell breaks loose, I still have peace, <laughs> but I love being able to spend some time with Junior that so much that I just like I miss him so much and so I was thinking oh because before before church oh because he sent me an email he was like gosh you know I think about when we were hanging out all the time and I miss making coffee at your house and I miss this and and he's like but I messed up and and I was thinking and I told him too I'm like don't think about messing that you messed up I messed up too you know because we rushed into this way too fast and I I mean, I I knew better than him, but at the same time, shoot, I've never really had a real healthy relationship either. So, so, um, yeah. And then he was saying that he didn't remember. Like he was like, "What do you mean I broke up?" And well, um, I'm like, "Yeah, you broke up with me like so many times," and but he was thinking about the whole um, uh, having just being on the street never having never having a healthy uh, healthy relationship and just like when you're on the street and you're arguing and you know just got out of prison or whatever um, cussing out your significant other and just yeah and you break up like I never want to see you again blah 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 and then you know then it's over and then you're back together you know which is totally not normal (laughs) but you know on the street yeah um it's it's fairly normal so Um, I got that, you know, even though when I was on the street, I just, I was not quite that unhealthy, I guess, I don't know, but, um, well, no, I probably was, I don't know, I I don't remember, Um, uh, Junior probably did that a couple times with me when we were on the street I'm sure he had to have but and then I just left him without saying anything that's his memory I don't remember it at all um but anyways 
Yeah. Uh, oh my God, I'm gonna sit down. We were just talking about, you know, getting, um, just learning. And so it's really good this time. And like I said, I'm so grateful that he respects my boundaries and he basically like asks, so how do you want to do this? You know, um, he goes, when, when it's time to leave church, like, you, what are you going to do? I'm just like, I'm going to walk home. Uh, and he was going to take the bus. And he's like, okay. So I'm like, we can just hug and say part our ways. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because I was sitting in service going, well, it'd be really nice if he could walk me home. Or... Maybe he could come up and we could just watch one movie. Or maybe we could go to lunch. Or And I'm like thinking all these things. And then I went, got up to use the restroom and I was praying. And, and I felt like Holy Spirit was like, no. <laughs> Keep everything the way it is. Do not waver. You already made your decision. Stick with it. So I was like, okay. Um, because it's to protect us, and ooh, jasmine smells so good. Um, yeah, because a little compromise there, and I could see it just turning into something that it shouldn't, or us talking about something, having a misunderstanding, arguing, and let's just keep things the way they are right now, <laughs> like, because it's going well, you know, um, and once he's at the program and he's clean and sober, it's going to be completely different, and, uh, It'll be so much better because I'm going to get to know the real him. Even though I do feel like I, I know a lot of him. But in a concentrated, tossed up, <laughs> um, completely confused and disoriented, discombobulated, thrown all together and with a few like demonic things <laughs> and so oh I gotta sneeze <coughs> oh excuse me um so yeah uh I just um I can't wait to see and, and meet the real him and so um, yeah and you know of course I've had a couple well-intentioned friends or people that are like well don't you know you won't like words are what is it words are uh, I can't remember 
front side. Um, words are cheap. Um, actions, you know, don't don't believe it until you see it, and you know, and that's a whole thing too. Where I'm like, well, I'm believing it. I'm believing God first because God told me that he was going to bring Junior back to the Dream Center for one thing and that he would graduate and other things and then um, I believe in Junior I really do I know without a shadow of a doubt that he can do anything he puts his mind to this man is a very strong sometimes too strong willed but a very strong individual and uh, when he determines in his mind to do something I know that he could do anything and conquer the world I really do I mean I've seen him yeah I I just know and uh, so you know um yeah, so I told him too. I go, so basically, you have no excuse. <laughs> like, I was like, but um, I'm excited. I, I completely believe that he's going to do this and do it this time and go all the way. He had to be out, you know, these last few months to really get to realize that. And we talked about this, too, that he was saying, like, you know, because he thought that all he needed was me, that he could get clean and stay clean, you know, if he just had me around. And he found out that's not true. And then, you know, having a room at the Grand Hotel, you know, uh, free, a nice place to get some meals, everything... And uh, still can't do it on his own, you know. And that's no reflection of him. It's just he's an addict. And that's anybody, you know. Like, it's not shaming him. It's not... There's nothing to be ashamed about. It's just like, you know, an addict. It's like... you need a program, you know, and, uh, I mean, I really, honestly, I don't know myself personally, any heroin addict that quit using heroin on their own without a pro- uh, uh, program. <clears throat> Besides my husband and I, only and I'm sure there are other people but I just don't know them personally but then the only reason that I was able to stay clean is because of deliverance but also because I already had been through so many programs and knew the tools to on how to stay clean you know so um yeah because anybody can get clean for you know a week a month days whatever um maybe even a year but to stay clean you have to be there's so many things involved with it you need to have community support accountability and know the tools and triggers and 
things to recognize and the things that led you to the use in the first place and um, yeah to figure out why what made you want to use in the first place and and kept you there and there's just so much involved you know and so yeah we have to learn about ourselves and I'm still learning so it's not like an overnight thing and Ooh, man. <sighs> uh, I'm getting tired. Er. <laughs> um, but I'm so proud of him. I'm just... I really see him learning and changing. And God... I know God is doing something in him. And... Uh, just by his attitude I can tell that he's changing and then after yeah after I listened to that podcast from January I'm like oh my gosh he has changed a lot oh my gosh that's crazy I'm so glad that I mean I believe he's also had a lot of stuff broken off of him too like demonic stuff because oh my gosh if yeah I hope he'll let me post that podcast from January one day because I mean he wow yeah that was crazy (laughs) um yeah but anyways I'm like I don't know half a mile from my house still oh gosh uh, walking um yeah so church was oh we had uh sheriff villain 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 it i can't say his name villain nueva <laughs> uh sheriff for a minute and he actually uh shared a scripture he had memorized I can't even remember I think it was Romans 5 6 or 8 no I, I don't remember what verse it was verses and um yeah uh it was hi it was uh funny because a couple years ago I didn't like him I don't know why I just I thought I didn't like him just because I thought that I don't know. It doesn't matter. But, and then, like, the last year, I've seen him doing a lot and standing up for all the corruption. So, yeah, but I don't want to get political on here. But, yeah, I was just like, cool. Anyways, because him and uh, some other guy, sheriffs or deputies, they uh, they go and help at the Dream Center, which is very cool. Um, so like handout things and yeah that like they had this huge thing one time where or a couple times but where the helicopter like the the police and 
like a whole bunch of them were all at the Dream Center helping serve. So that was really cool. But yeah, um, gosh, I feel like it's taking me forever to get to my house. I, uh, I'm so grateful. I just, I have to really take every thought captive and bring them to the obedience of Christ because, yeah, I was telling Junior that the last month I've heard things like that Junior was playing me, he doesn't really love you, he's just hustling you, like, um... Yeah, he's just playing you. Like, he's stringing you along. He, uh, you know, he's trying to keep... He wants the best of both worlds. He just wants you, but he doesn't want any of the responsibility. Or he just wants all the benefits and the privileges, but he doesn't want any of the responsibility. So, um, he's going to string you along so he can try and pull you back. And... Uh, and you know not have to do anything like not have to get clean or anything and I'm like it was really hard because in my spirit I'm like no I know that what we have is real I know this regardless if he's using I know that he loves me I do but But then actions speak louder than words. So then I was like, well, okay. And then, you know, I've already, I've always, there's always going to be other voices or other people that are like, well, you know, he doesn't keep his word or whatever, you know. And, um, so, you know, I have to listen to what God says and what I'm pretty good. I I have very good discernment. That's one thing that God has really blessed me with. Even before I was a Christian, I I I believe that discernment has kept me from many, many bad situations. Like, many. And, uh, saved my life. But, um, yeah. I, but it, uh, let me, whew. Let me tell you, it was a battle because I literally would get barraged with just, like, he's playing you. I mean, just, like, and then something would happen. See? See? He's playing you. And, man. Hi. Um, Yeah, and so I just was like... No, I believe, and that's why it really helped when I got out my journal and I read it and and read the promises or prophetic words I believe that God totally gave me, and I was like, no, this is what I need to listen to, and this is what I need to stand on, and this is what I need to just continue to press forward and believe regardless of my circumstances, because if I look at my circumstances, 
man. <laughs> it's not good. I mean, just if I look at what's happening, like, in my face, you know. Um, circumstances come and go. And, you know, good and bad things happen every day. But I have to look at the big picture and focus on what God has planned and what he said and what he says in his word and so oh my gosh I sit down again oh um yeah and just keep meditating on the word and I'm out of breath. There's nowhere to sit. I'm leaning against a wall. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I um, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. He who sows according to... uh, He who sows to his flesh will of the flesh receive corruption. And he who sows to his spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. Do not grow weary in doing well for in due season. You you will not grow faint. That's the part. What is it? Galatians 6, 7 through 9. Um, and the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, kindness, patience, wait, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. I think I mixed those up, but, um, yeah, and just try to walk in those, in the Spirit, not in the flesh, and realize that don't grow weary in doing well. Keep doing what's right. And in due season, I'll reap a harvest if I do not grow faint. And, yeah. So, man, these shoes are not as comfortable as they looked. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I still got like a good quarter mile to my house. Gosh, I feel like I'm walking so slow right now. Uh, Or I've been walking for a very long time, not going very far. (laughs) Oh, I wonder if I should go that way. Oh, no. Anyways, um, yeah, I, uh, I love Junior. And I'm so glad that he's getting it. And yeah, we talked more about, well, he has a caseworker that uh, is gonna help him to get into detox and then get a Lyft or Uber straight from the detox to the dream center afterwards so um which will be soon 
I don't know, hopefully within the next couple of weeks, but, um, yeah, and he said before, uh, we parted ways that he's like, I just need to hurry up and get in there, you know, like, stop wasting time, really, but, um, I don't know if he said stop wasting time, I'm saying that, but <laughs> no, um, no, it's just like, well, he realizes that, um, what, like, what does he have to go to? What, what is there? Like, it's either serve God or, like, uh, Joyce, God, Joyce Myers always says, serve, either trust God, serve God, or be miserable. Oh, I'll wait. Uh, yeah. So, and that's pretty much it. Either trust God or be miserable. But serve God and follow Him and obey Him and do what you're supposed to do. Or be miserable. Because that's really your only options. It sucks, but... I mean, it doesn't really suck. It seems like it sucks. But once you really start to learn how to trust God and obey Him... See, I, I forget... That Junior has not learned this, you know, over the last, I don't know how many years, of just uh, walking in obedience and trust. That's so, you know, it's hard to go by. He doesn't have a gauge to go by, you know, whereas I do. And uh, I know... I know that God is faithful because there have been so many times in my life where even when I was not, God was still faithful. And He has always been there. He's never left me. He's never forsaken me. He's always come through for me. So it's, it's not as difficult for me to trust Him in certain situations. Although... I have to admit it that it's still scary as can be and it's not easy because he'll test us in different situations and where I thought oh yeah I trust God and then all of a sudden something comes up and I'm like but do I (laughs) so um yeah it's 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 a lifelong process I like to see that or say that, you know, yeah, you know, no matter what stressful situation comes my way, oh yeah, I trust God, huh, yeah, when push comes to shove, we'll see, you know, um, that's the whole thing with why I always, like, try to count the cost, and just play out scenarios in my mind, even the whole thing about martyr, being martyred, just, like, trying to put myself in the worst case scenario thinking oh my gosh what if I had to have like bamboo sticks shoved up my fingernails or you know like oh my gosh I don't know you know because I've heard of people that were missionaries that were like they thought they were pretty strong and then having to go through torture and hi (laughs) hi um 
there was a few people that I've heard of that were literally saying that it was so hard they almost like lost faith you know and so you know who am I to think that oh yeah I, I could yeah I'm gonna trust God and I'll be you know there's no way I'm gonna deny Christ I mean like by God's grace only you know um but that's why I just try to put myself in different situations and just go, okay, Lord, I don't know if I'd be able to handle that, but you know what? I know that with you, I could, so I just, but I definitely need your strength, and and I can't do it on my own, and I just pray, pray that you would prepare me for whatever, and and give me the grace to be able to withstand and yeah just uh you know god forbid i would ever have to go through something like torture or anything but but it's something to think about you know like i mean i always tell other believers in jesus that like i'd rather prepare and and Prepare, prepare for the worst and expect that you're going to have to die one day for Jesus and not deny him and not take the mark of the beast, which is coming soon. And then to prepare for a rapture that may never happen. And then all of a sudden you're going through the tribulation and then all hell breaks loose. And then you're just like freaking out and wondering what's going on why do I have to go through this when Jesus said so many times that we're going to suffer and we're going to go through tribulation so I'd rather prepare for that if the rapture were to happen hallelujah you know I'd rather be wrong about going through the tribulation than be wrong about getting raptured before the tribulation (laughs) So anyways, it's just a mental exercise that I like to do with everything that I do because it helps me count the cost and, you know, just, uh, yeah, prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Um, and that pertains to relationship too, <laughs> relationships to counting the cost, realizing that marriage isn't easy it's it's work man and yeah but counting the cost that no matter what happens i'm gonna push through this i'm gonna stand i'm gonna i'm gonna you know no matter what happens till death do us part and yeah not not waver so yeah I'm home, finally. Oh my goodness. Okay, well, I'm, oh, and it's already going to be 45 minutes. Hola! Hello. Okay, so, uh, God bless. Thanks for listening. And of course, if Junior's listening, I love you. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I just, uh, I just got home. I'm checking my, email and I got 17 emails from <laughs> from Junior uh, oh my gosh he's, t- he's 
emailing me like texts. Uh, that's so funny. I understand completely. Understand what? Uh, okay. Oh, I think that's about us not doing anything after church. Oh, he's telling me he's on the bus. Uh, man, this sucks. You walking alone. Bonehead me. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, it's nice out. Okay, he's on Alvarado. Lori, I just want you to know that I think you're M5. Okay, I don't know what that means. Um, on the two, uh, I might see you walking. More than that, we I got on the bus and he was right there. Um, oh, thank you, Lori, for your love. I miss you. You looked amazing as always. Oh, these are just from a little while ago. One more bus. I'm on Wilshire. Wilshire. Why on Wilshire? He went way past. Wait. Oh, he's going on at 70, 720. He should have taken the eight. Oh, no, I couldn't take the 18. Never mind. Oh, yeah, you're doing a podcast right now. <laughs> Uh, he's so cute. Um, okay. Well, um, man. <sighs> I'm so tired. My friend wants to go to Pasadena tonight, but I don't know. I don't think I can do it, man. <laughs> I'm just like. Maybe if I take a nap. I don't know. I wish... I wish Jan could go with me. I really do. But, no. It's not happening. Um, yeah. Because it's after 10. He has a curfew at 10. And then he would have to either, like... Yeah. There's no options. <laughs> Um, so I guess I'm just going to eat and I'm going to try to rest and I don't know. I don't really want to go anywhere tonight. I've had a really rough week and weekend and I need to rest and go to bed early. I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, thank you for listening and God bless everybody and... Yeah, uh, have a great week, and I love you, Junior.